My mom told me not to talk to strangers on the internet, but I'm glad I didn't listen. We are the Certified Nunas, your sisters in the love of Asian entertainment. I am Amanda. I'm Jesse. I'm Natalia. I'm Sky. Today, we bring it back for the first time in 2020. The genre jar. Well, the the spirit of the genre jar is back because the actual genre jar is MIA. Uh, we may have to have genre jar 2.0. It was a physical jar. I know, like, people don't really do physical jars anymore. Like, they just, like, do the number pick, which is what we did for today. But no, it was Sky, real. Sky had an actual jar that she she wrote down a bunch of genres. On well, I printed them off. I will I will confess to that. I did yeah. not write them down. <laughs> put them all in. Well, you had to type them up. So you, you wrote them at some point. She put them, cut them up put them in the jar and every time she would pick out four and let you all vote but instead this time we just let the computer pick out four and then we put it up on twitter like we always do and y'all voted and surprisingly like i thought it wasn't gonna go this way i'm gonna be honest Mm -hmm. i thought we were going with thriller okay like when i saw that list but y'all wanted to hear about what we think about web dramas that was shocking it was i was so surprised i was like really all right, all right, we can do that. Sure. Before we do that, what has everyone been watching? Uh, what have I been watching? I started this week, started Fairyland Lovers. It's mm. so cute. It's funny and um, it's like a, it's a sea drama. It's uh, like a supernatural kind of like a fantasy, but a modern fantasy about like a thousand years ago aliens crash landed on earth and when they crash landed here this like fancy alien jade was spread out across the earth and if you are a person with an obsession in your life an obsessive personality or something and you find one of these pieces of jade it will like start to control you and it will make your obsession control your life and that sounds oh, super oh no dark. wait why why does that sound a little too close to home right now <laughs> <laughs> so it's uh it's cute it kind of gives me it kind of i don't know the, the premise is sort of similar to um moonshine and valentine it's, yeah i really like that one me too it's not nearly as like dark as that one was like that one had more of a dark sexy vibe and this one's more cute and fun and light and I've only watched the first like four and a half five episodes but what it seems to have done is um it's got a main a main couple who met hundreds of years ago when he was being controlled by the jade and then these aliens are like good spirits or angels kind of thing and they go out trying to like stop people who have been infected by this jade and so this guy was infected and i don't i'm not sure what his obsession was but it involved killing a lot of people he was like some kind of warlord slaughtering people and as one does yeah and then she was like the angel sent to like kill him or or like stop him from killing people and instead she fell in love with him and they got married <laughs> and lived together and she created this like magical peach blossom plant that helps him it protects him from the effects of the alien jade and lets him live his life and he uses 
he, I don't know, becomes immortal somehow and lives the rest of his life as a doctor curing people who have been infected by alien Jade. And he's super rich now. But she, at some point in this past, dies or disappears or something, and he can remember all of their life together, but he can't remember her. So, like, all of his memories have, like, a blank spot where he knows there used to be a person, but he doesn't know what that person is. So, fast forward to now, and he meets this girl who super annoys him all the time, but his, like, peach blossom plant that's been dying for years suddenly starts to come back to life. And it's like, why is my peach blossom plant coming back to life? Because it's her. She's the girl. I have have a, a question that... I doubt the show will answer, but if he had this dead peach blossom, like, why didn't he just get rid of the dead plant? Why did he just keep this dead plant around? I think because it was the thing that she gave him, and I think it was, like, the idea is that more that it's dormant or something. I don't know. It has (laughs) dead, like, brown leaves on it. Like, you know, there's a dead plant in your house. Usually you just (laughs) toss it into the compost. Like, he knows that this is the plant that she gave him, right? Mm. So then, like, in, like, the first or second episode, he goes to her house for some reason because she, like, steals the plant from him and takes it home, and then it starts to, like, revive. And then he notices, like... Plant. The plant is dying. <laughs> yeah. Like, Once it gets water, it just like. Sh- <laughs> yeah. Then he like comes to her house and he's like, she's got one of these like magical peach blossom plants, but it's like a freaking tree growing in her yard. And he's like, wait a minute. So. See, you know, I'm actually kind of terrible. Speaking of plants, I have definitely uh illegally downloaded plants from stores. If you know what I mean. Like if you're in walmart or something and you're in like the where they have the cactuses and like a branch has fallen off <laughs> you're like that little what? branch up that bitch home you can bring you can have a whole free cactus i uh i was at a a cafe and i i snipped off a little spider plant baby it's now growing in my bedroom <laughs> <laughs> halifax's greatest How plant the things you confess. I know. On the podcast. Who's gonna, who would convict me? <laughs> I guess I can't talk. It's a victim. Next week there's crime. a knock on the door. <laughs> well, anyway, it, it becomes a cohabitation thing because he rents out a floor of her home and now he's moving in. And he still doesn't know who she is and she annoys the crap out of him and he annoys the crap out of her. And it's, you know, delightful. So that's fun. And then I'm watching Stove League, which I love. It's really good. It's very enjoyable. It's not really a sports drama. It's like an office drama that's about sports, like where sports is the business, but it's really just an office drama. So if you're like not into sports dramas, it's still you still might like this. Huh? And if you are into sports dramas, it's sporty enough. Like, I, yeah. There's a lot of management, management type thing. If you're into yeah. sports management. Yes, exactly. You're in luck, my dudes. You're yeah, in you're luck. luck. I'm still watching Prince of Tennis. I watch it when I'm on the treadmill at the Y. And it's fun. It's cute. It's light. It's just easy and enjoyable and very um very innocent like 
there is a romance, but it's so, like, minimal and cute and, like, 15-year-olds innocently in love. It's very adorable. So I'm enjoying that. And uh, I started Dr. Romantic 2 or Romantic Dr. Teacher Kim 2 Mm -hmm. or whatever the title is. I haven't watched the first season. It's not bothering me at this point. Like, I know there's some characters that I'm supposed to know, but... I don't, but yeah, it kind of seems like one of those shows. Like yeah. it, I guess a lot of the supporting cast is the same from the first season. Mm-hmm. So if you watch the first season, you get a lot of like extras. But if you haven't watched the first season, I'm not finding it problematic at all. I can kind of like if one. you were like watch ER, you're like, yeah, if yeah. I watch the second season and I didn't know the first season, there are going to be some characters that like, yeah, I would miss out on, but it's not going to ruin your experience. Exactly. So, so far, so good. Uh, we'll see how long I can stick with chasing the freebie subs on, like, Vicky <laughs> and Papawa, because that's how I'm doing it. But uh, so far, I've managed. I, although, I did have to watch episode three with, like, Vicky said 93% subs. But, like, Vicky had it as two separate episodes, right? So they had episode three down as being episodes five and six, like, two half-hour episodes. And the first one was, like, 80%. And the mm. second one was at 0%. And, and I went away, <laughs> and I came back, and it was combined into one episode, and now it says 93%. <laughs> it was not 93%. You're like, this feels like a like, lie. <laughs> it was such a lie. And I was like, and it's all, I mean, you're watching a medical drama uh, with, like, hospital office politi- uh, politics, mm. and, like, that's all the stuff they've cut out, right? So the only stuff that's subbed is the stuff, like, the romantic stuff between the two leads, and, like, everything else, and I'm like, this entire drama is a medical drama about <laughs> the politics behind these surgeries. I need to know what they're saying, but actually, I kind of didn't. You could kind of tell from what their faces were doing and stuff. You're like, well, that person's spurting blood, and that doesn't seem like a good thing. So I, I think something went wrong in this Generally, surgery. that's not good. Your body's not supposed to do that no. most of the time. Oh, no. <laughs> the next night, my Kakawa app was working, so I managed to watch episode four with full subs, and it was fine. And the night Kakawa died was a sad night. I yeah. know. <laughs> that was the night I was going to start watching Delicious Rendezvous, and I was just like, mm, well, I guess not. not. I, I hopped on my uh, bike here at home, and I, I had it all queued up. I was going to watch a variety show, and I was, like, so excited about it. And then I pressed play. And it didn't work. I was like, oh, this is sad. I like like the, the app loaded. Like, so, because Sky came in to, like, she, she messaged me. She's like, hey, is Kakao working for you? And I was like, I don't know. Let me, let me see here. Let me see. I'm like, I'm in bed because I just live in my bed. And then I just, like, picked up my phone and opened it. And then the app loaded, but then none of the dramas loaded. So <laughs> yeah. it's like a black screen with, like, the title. And I'm like, yeah, there ain't nothing. There ain't nothing here, my dude. I thought it was just me, and I was like, oh, my Wi-Fi is being a jerk. Often, often I'll have issues with Kakawa, but all I'll have to do is log it out and back Mm -hmm. in for some reason, and then then it's like, oh, I'm all better. But I was like, oh, I wonder. It's more of like, ah, fooled you, fooled you. We're good, we're good. Don't worry about it. Yeah, I mean, there's a few other things that, like, I'm trying here and there, but that's basically it. I just did a big uh, Chief Kim 
rewatch with a bunch of people. So, which was fun. It, it was my, it was a rewatch for me, but everybody else it was new to. So it was kind of weird because they'd be like theorizing about stuff and going out like, like, ooh, is there a romance? No, there's no romance, guys. I think the romance is going to be these two. And you're like, and you're like, no, still no romance, but okay. It's, that's, you know. that's, that's where you're wrong, champ. I don't know how many times I have to say this, but that's where you're wrong, my dude. This is not a long con for me. Yeah. <laughs> like, no. like, like, I'm not trying to fool you. There's legitimately no romance. Like, chill but out, it, chill out. It is. It's it a good was ship. nice. Um, I caught things that I didn't catch the first yeah. time and stuff like that. So the, it, that was kind of cool about it. And it was kind of neat to see it through other people's eyes when you kind of know what's coming and I don't remember all the details so like there were certain things where I was like I think this but I'm not sure maybe I just think it because I thought that last time that I watched it and it just turned out not to be true so Mm. that was good though it's I mean it's always a fun drama so when was the last time you had watched it how long ago I watched it while it was airing so That's when I what watched. is it, a 2017, I think? I think so, so yeah. It's a solid yeah. drama, though. Like, it really is. It's really nice. good. I only started watching it uh, back when it was airing because I really liked Namgoon Min. And I was like, eh, I'll give it, like, I don't know what this is about, blah, blah, blah. And then I watched it and I was like, holy shit, this is so good. <laughs> this is so, <laughs> was, so funny. Why is it was this the funniest of, drama I've ever seen? What's it's kind of weird really for me was watching it while I was watching Stove League, because it's also Nam Goon Min, oh, and yeah. it's sort of a similar concept where he, like, gets hired to come in and, like, and this baseball team in Stove League is, like, falling apart, and it turns out it's falling apart because there's all kinds of corruption going on with all the different departments and all this stuff is going on, and he comes in and basically every weekend is a different a different department that he sets straight or a different corruption that he deals with or whatever. So it's very similar in some senses to the pattern of Chief Kim, but like with the like super funny filter taken off. So it's like a regular, <laughs> but like it's it like has its funny moments. Solving, but but see, the difference is it's like he's solving the, the corruption through competence on Stove League, whereas on Chief Kim, he would only solve the corruption by incompetence and accident. So exactly. it's, like, it's like the two sides of the same coin. Very much. But when you're watching the same actor, like... I've done that before. Like, yeah, it's like different roles. It's just oh, like it your so mind weird. is like, woo. There were times when he would like walk into the office, like push through the doors and I'd be like, wait, why is he here? Why is Chief Kim at a baseball? No, wait, wrong. Okay. You have reset. Like, like, if he doesn't have blonde hair, you're not watching exactly. Chief Kim. You're in another like, store. not have blonde hair in this. So that was, that was sort of helpful. And also like, he basically never smiles and he like he's very stoic and very like severe in this so it it's... and in Chief Kim he never not smiles <laughs> pretty so. much yeah but like he has this sort of smile in Chief Kim like like he's about to con you yeah. his smile is like you're about to get got by this dude <laughs> very similar in that sense where it's like you think he's doing one thing and then he's like but ta-da here's my sleight of hand and here's the real thing I'm doing but it's like 
not funny when he's doing it. It's just <laughs> competent. Like it's I just... kind of wonder if he like took this role because he sort of saw the same things that we did. Like, hey, this was kind of like oh, okay, but like yeah. I don't know, maybe maybe it's, maybe it's good. I yeah. So that's that's what I'm watching. How about you, Jesse? Well. I've been watching a lot of J-dramas, because mm. that's all I'm doing now. It's just watching J-dramas. Um, I watched and finished, like, basically in a weekend, this show called uh, Tokyo Terra Iba Matsume, which is, like, Tokyo Girls or something. Tokyo OK Girls. I don't remember what it translates to. Um, it was on Vicky. Uh, I had originally did it, picked it just because it was almost the same cast as because this is my first, not because this is my first life. The reason Whoa. I can't find my love. Yeah. We'll get to because this is my first life later. Um, <laughs> but uh, I picked it just because of that. It like starts the the same lead actress that was in the the overtime show that I watched mm. last year. And it was actually like really good. It was an easy binge. It's kind of basically about these like this group of friends who are like 30 and they haven't gotten married and they had like all these dreams and plans to get married. And also the big thing was that they were going to get married before the Tokyo Olympics. Cause I think this aired in like 2017 or something like that. So that was their like game plan and it wasn't working out. And the good thing, like the thing I liked about the drama was that everybody was um, flawed in ways that were like realistic for a drama, like kind of a rom com drama, um, but never like evil. And like all the characters would um, figure out things about themselves and fix them. But it didn't mean that all the rest of their like bad traits were fixed as well. Cause I feel like that's a big thing in dramas where like there's the, like the redemption arc or like the, the person figures out their like what they're, they're doing wrong and then magically all the other stuff like is fixed when they figure that out. And like, so they allowed for that to happen mm-hmm. and they allowed for the, the girls to figure out what they were doing. And I think it was like just a really good combination of all that. So like, if you want like a female centric type show, that's a really good one. Um, I also started two J dramas. The first one is this, um, it's a short drama, um, and I think it's already completed. Like, I feel like it completed in December, but I'm still halfway through because I'm waiting on subs. It's called Follow Sarah Tara Awari. Um, it's like a a thriller, like a kind of psychological thriller, but not like thriller in that it's um, scary. It's just like kind of like it plays mind tricks on you. It's about this mm-hmm. group of kids who are just out of high school and they're like a group of friends from high school and they all um, follow this this person's um, Twitter, essentially, because uh, they will, like, if they follow you back, you'll get a million dollars or something like that. Um, but all the kids follow this this person, uh, you, you don't know, at least I don't know at this point, and things start happening, like really bad things people will be blackmailed and it like, it just like kind of trickles into like all of the characters, like things they want to do are like destroyed because of this person. Maybe like, you're still trying to figure it out through the entire show. And they like focus at least like where I am at this sh- in the show, they kind of do a focus thing where they focus on one of the members of the friend group 
for each two episodes. And the episodes are only 15 minutes a piece, so they're, like, really short. <laughs> but mm-hmm. it, it's good. I am enjoying it. Uh, I want more of it. So that's, like, my only, like, problem with it is that, like, I don't have it all to, so, like, super binge it. <laughs> but it's, like, yeah, sub as fast as you want. Like, <laughs> thank you for doing it, you know? Right. Um, the other J-drama that I'm watching is also a drama that Natalia is watching. Oh, my God. I'm so called, into it. Uh, Nei Sensei Shuanai No. Oh, God. Uh, it's so good. It's, it's so good. So good. <laughs> it's so it cute. Is- it's it is what oh. you we wanted from coffee and vanilla that we oh. did get. Like it's like oh, it's so good coffee and vanilla, but with consent. Yes, Here in a couple days when it finishes, I'm gonna watch it. So yeah, yeah, it's, it's not a long drama. Short. Yeah, it's really short. And also, it's, it's like it's not spicy like coffee and vanilla. No. It was. Um, it's, it's, definitely like, it's, it's definitely not like G-rated. Like no, it's definitely like not PG-13. Yeah, like, but it's not like coffee and vanilla in the way that like coffee and vanilla really was. It has the same tone you felt that coffee and vanilla was trying for, but didn't really like pull off. Oh. I mean, the, the the lead male. It's just like oh, he's so handsome so and he's so perfect. Like so he's perfect. setting like, he is everything. setting the bar. Yeah. way too high for any men in reality it is just unattainable oh, he's got a great smile like oh just, my god like, he oh has beautiful god. hair as soon as like because he plays yeah, a hairdresser, hairdresser but i like what they do because they um kind of split up the episode so like the first half is like the viewpoint of the girl and the second half is the viewpoint of the the male lead and she's a um, like an artist, a manga artist, and and she's like very focused on her work, mm-hmm. and he's also kind of focused on his work too. So they like meet because she's like hasn't slept in two days, and like she's just all disheveled, and yeah. she just like goes into this well, random. She, she, she sees herself in like a window of a shop, and is like, "Who the hell is that ugly person? Oh God, that ugly person is me! Like I look like shit." So then she's like, "I need." A haircut or something. Yeah. <laughs> something. So she goes to like this little hair salon and then they're like, sorry, we don't take walk-ins. But then, <laughs> then he shows up. He's like, he's like I'll, I'll take care of her. Blah, blah, blah. And then she keeps falling asleep while he's cutting her hair. And he thinks that she's just the cutest thing that he's ever seen. And he likes it. That- like throughout the show, like why he's drawn to her. There's like an yeah. actual reason. And like it talks about how he kept getting dumped because he worked so hard that he never had time for his girlfriends mm-hmm. and they all wanted to spend all their time with him. But she doesn't want to like, she's always working. So yeah. now he's experiencing this and he's like, Oh, this is like, I'm just so happy to see her whenever I can see her. Like, yeah, he's so ridiculous. Cute. Oh my God. Like, this so is the fluffiest little like romantic like, little uh, show ever. Like, there's like barely any oh, conflict, it's, it's but like it's like 100% a slice of life. But it's just oh. like this is why I like J drama so much. I just th- this is not something a Korean show could ever do with a romantic based show. Like it's just like they won't do it, and I, that's what I love about it. It's over the top in that he's so perfect, but yeah. it's just like it's sweet and simple, and like the the conflicts aren't that like bad, and they're kind of resolved <laughs> super fast, and it's just like. <laughs> It is and what it is. And there's no serial killer? What? There's no serial killer. Yeah. And I feel like 
fact that nobody keeps they keep trying to like slide out time so that they can like finally have sex together but like she keeps falling asleep so they never like she's so tired from like her guideline so they never end up like it's so good. It's a very like sweet because she is a virgin and she like says it to him and immediately he's like, okay, we'll, we'll only do what you want to do. Like she's like full on like okay and consenting and it's like, yeah, oh my god, he's just coughing at the nose. What are you doing? <laughs> and then my are like, oh. I was like, I was like, the bar is too high. Like this guy is too like this is he's like the epitome of like a romance manga yeah. like perfect male lead. Like you can't. There's no competition. He's, like, good-looking. He's always buying her clothes and doing her hair so that she looks as cute as she possibly yeah. can because he's a hairdresser. Like, he, like, sleeps outside of her, like, apartment because he wanted to see her and she didn't yeah. respond. So he, like, waited for six hours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like, he and just like, slept outside her apartment. Oh, you're no. like, bro. And then he, like, he makes her breakfast and like is like comes over when she's like having a panic attack and is like just lie down like just go to sleep I'll make you some tea like puts the blanket over her is like patting her head and you're like no no this isn't real <laughs> no keep on wanting no. more no it's no. also a ridiculously short series yeah. I think the last episode Except of airs this week definitely worth it to, to go see it especially if you were burned by coffee and vanilla like we were <laughs> burned by that car <laughs> um in like korean drama news i'm not watching a lot of korean dramas because i'm kind of watching chocolate i'm not like up to date on that i think i just want more of like a when i watch it i kind of watch a couple of episodes and then leave yeah. it and then come back to it not that it's not good it just has been that kind of show and like two of the dramas that i actually wanted to watch this month haven't aired yet so those I'll probably end up picking up because one of them's my tech show and one of them's my honey show. So I'll probably keep up with those. Yeah. Um, but the other thing that I um, decided to do was uh, start a rewatch of Because This Is My First Life. Because yeah. you like it and it makes you happy and that's all that matters. This is a good and show. it's on Netflix now. <laughs> like literally, that's the only I turned on Netflix and oh it was God. like, you should watch this. And I'm like, I've already you know watched what? it twice. You know <laughs> okay. what? I should watch that. I that was very fun. Like, you're right, Netflix. Right. I should watch this. I might know, like, some of the lines by now, but yeah, sure, whatever. I'm, like, on episode eight already. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, that show goes down smooth. Oh, That's just the way yeah. it goes. The finest scotch. time. And, like, I mean, you would think, like, I'd be like, no. I'm not going to like him as much this time. And I still love it. Like, it's like, still no, like, it's still amazing. This still is my show. So that's, that's what I've been watching. Lots of J dramas. And I'll probably continue watching lots of J dramas. I, uh, I too have been watching J dramas. Uh, y'all thought it was just one. That's what you're wrong champ. I've been watching a second one as well. Uh, I'm watching one called Hanani Kedamono, which is like a, teen romance one and it's kind of terrible like (laughs) you know like when you're watching something and you're just like this is bad but i kind of want to see yeah where where it goes (laughs) like i kind of want to see where this is going it's one of those it's like about this transfer student who like goes to a new school and while like she goes like the day before the school opens to show herself around and meets this hot dude who then kisses her so she thinks that they're in love and then turns out he's like the school's hoe so like all the girls Most are people after would this call dude. it a player this sounds okay. familiar <laughs> and and so like 
But he, so then he's like, oh, it's the girl I kiss. Like, we're like, we're friends now. And she's like, I don't want to be your fucking friend. Like, <laughs> no, like, oh. I thought you liked me, but you're just, you're just a hoe. So then he's like, I'm going to give up all the other girls because I like her. Um, but meanwhile, like, due to the series of events, everyone thinks she's dating this other guy who's like really nice and she should probably actually date but <laughs> but but, he's the second lead, so that's but and then you like find out that like the guy who likes her is like may have gotten her now new best friend at her new school pregnant in middle school oh, like no. It's not, it's, no it is taking a i want a fucking ride <laughs> like at first i thought it was like okay this is gonna be basic like that he's gonna clean up his whole ways and all of a sudden it's like oh don't talk to that girl like she was i heard that she had like a baby and i'm just like what oh. <laughs> <laughs> So, and it's the second season, so I'm like, oh, where the fuck is this going? So, uh, that was, a, you know, whatever. Um, uh, Until We Meet Again continues, uh, continues holding all of my heart. I know that it, is, it may not be a perfect show, but it is the perfect show for me. So, I've been really enjoying it. Um, it's on YouTube. It's just sweet gay romance, very innocent, uh, so good, so good. Until we meet again, just, just, uh, just sweet, adorable, adorable-looking people being in love, just wonderful. Um, I started a new variety show, uh, Delicious Rendezvous. Now, this confuses some people because I'm very openly a vegan, but I love watching all of these Korean cooking-based shows that are not vegan <laughs> by any yeah. stretch of the imagination. However. Cooking's cooking, and you can always find interesting things to make. I'm good at veganizing anything. Like, I'll just fucking switch out that ingredient with something else, and it'll be fine. So I actually watch them to learn new ideas for recipes, and I often have come up with things from them that, like, I eat all the time. Like, I, from an episode of uh, Three Meals a Day, I make these spicy cold noodles that Eric Munn made in one episode, and I'm just, I eat, like, all summer. That's, like, all I eat. Delicious. Anyway, the show's really good. The, the premise is, like, really interesting. It has that famous chef guy. Like, you'd know him if you... The dude. Oh, I think so, yeah. in everything. <laughs> yeah. Um, where basically, he had this idea that he wanted to have a show where they go to rest stops and using the local produce of, like, farmers who are having... Farmers, fishermen, whatever, who are having a hard time in the area that the rest stop is to sort of promote the produce of that area. Why are they so nice? Oh my I know, god! I know. Really cool. So I've I'm on like episode three now. Um, so I, j- I literally just started it like yesterday. Um, from the day I'm re- this is we're recording this, and uh, so like in the first there's like a pilot episode and then there's like a first episode, and in like the pilot episode, they they go and they make like they're in a place that the the produce is like peaches, shiitake mushrooms and corn. So they make like Mexican corn, uh, like peach cobbler cake and like shiitake mushrooms on rice and you're like, "Whoa." And then in the next episode, they're in a place where it's like red crab and uh Korean like sand lance, which is like a type of fish. So they're like making you know like the most elaborate fucking looking ramen you've ever seen that they're selling for $5 a bowl and people are like, how the fuck is this? $5? How's this $5? Like crab alone should be like $10. Like, and they're like, no, like since it's, 
you know, it's in season, and we bought it, like, a buck per crab, like, and then we'll... Anyway, it's fascinating. Like, they start... So, episode three is where it really starts to get it in its groove, as it were, where they go visit some potato farmers. (laughs) And then potato farmers tell them about, oh, like, they come in, and there's, like, just a huge mound of potatoes outside. And they're like, oh, like, are these the potatoes for sale? And the woman, who's the potato farmer, is like, no, those are the ones that we have to throw away. And then he's like, well, why do you have to throw them away? And she's like, well, they're too ugly, so the grocery stores won't buy them. Now, I don't know if you've seen a potato. (laughs) Those pretty potatoes. But all potatoes look the same to me. Am I crazy? When I think potato, I think pretty. (laughs) And I actually will buy, they'll, they'll do the same thing at my grocery store where they'll sell like the, like the ugly potatoes but like they look like every other potato like maybe there's an extra lump like they look like every other potato i've ever seen in my life so anyway at this point he's like calling people to be like oh i want to i would like calling people like on the show being like hey like hello friend like you have a lot of sway in like the the grocery business how about we work up a deal where you buy these ugly potatoes and like have like a big promotion and explain why these ugly and i'm just like what am I watching? Like, they're trying to just, like, revolutionize the entire... And the thing is, he totally could. Like, that's, like, cake to him. And then they make delicious food, and people go to rest stops, and Heechul serves them delicious food, and they all eat it and have a great time. While while everyone on it is very stressed because they are not professional chefs (laughs) to act like professional cooks. Um, and then I'm also watching uh, Crash Landing on You. Um, I didn't. You're like... also watching something else that I started, Psychopath Diaries. Oh yes, yes, yes. I'm almost done that. I have like three episodes left. I forgot, but I'll let you talk about it because yeah. I'm sure you have thoughts. I didn't want to like Crash Landing on. <laughs> You I didn't really, want to like it. I really didn't. I was like, this is going to be cheesy and dumb. And it's like, how are they possibly going to make this plot work? Because, like, this plot, if you think about it for five seconds. Don't, yeah, you don't think about you're it. You're like, you're doomed. <laughs> like, these people are doomed. Like, there's no good end. God, this show is so good, though. Like, I am. They could have made it a super dark show. Like, yeah, you say, like, but realistically. Well, right now, right now, okay, like, the last episode that I watched, like, it'll, which will be the weekend before this past weekend that's coming. Um, <clears throat> that when, okay, so when this, when, okay, when this episode airs, it's Monday, but I'm not talking about the episodes that just happened yesterday and the day before. <laughs> You're on, I'm talking about the ones a week before that. You know what I mean. You know what I mean. Um, they ended on a quite a dramatically dark cliffhanger. So yeah, I'm like, but... yeah, well, like, okay, we know she's not dead. She's the main character. Like, let's fucking get, we know how these shows work. But like, yeah, later show. in the show, maybe, but it's like, we're yeah. halfway through, and guys. Was the end show, I'd be like, yeah, like oh, mm, maybe. <laughs> She did, she did, but no, it's, uh, it's not. It's a TVN drama, so I think, right? Yes. So it's like, Nah, she's gonna be she's gonna be fine. It was well, still very well done. Still it's well done. really good, and the acting from everyone on this show, like everyone, side characters, like comic relief, doesn't matter who they are. It's just even like the the gaggle of North Korean children, like 
you care about them even though you know nothing about them because of these little it's good it's a really good show i know that like a lot of people are probably watching it because it's on netflix and it's got that netflix money behind it and you can also got those two leads like yeah yeah (laughs) there's some pretty happening oh there's so but like it's just so good and i'm I didn't want to like it this much. Like, I was expecting, like, yeah, you know, I like a good romance. But no. No. Damn. It got me. I I will say, so, like, of course it's fantastical. Not, like, fantasy fantastical, but it's not realistic. But. This plot would never happen. However, (laughs) like, the male lead and the female lead, like, the way they interact and stuff. It's not as it's not insta love, which like no. you kind of wondered if it was gonna be. No, they did no. Hmm. Like they really, really did not okay. sell that at all. So like, like that really helps the plot, in my oh, opinion. Like there's I, a lot so, there's a lot of depth that you didn't know was actually gonna happen. So. And what I find really interesting, and this is probably just me because I'm a weirdo, is that their character development happens in completely different timelines. Like he had one character in the past that then very, due to tragedy, tragic backstories, my favorite, developed into the man he is now. So his now, his character development is reverting to who he was supposed to have been. Whereas her character development, she was set as a person, but now that she's experiencing this, she's becoming a different person. So it's like, it's like a really good, like there's a dichotomy of like character development happening. And then there's like this villain that, damn he's he's one believable like he's the most believable part of the whole show is that someone he like, feels realistic like, yeah it feels like he feels like someone interviewed a north korean who like there's like a one character who's like a radio operator who's forced to work for this guy who's just doing shady villainous shit but his character is so realistic that it kind of feels like they interviewed a North Korean who escaped to South Korea, who that was his actual life, because it's, like, a little too believable. <laughs> you, know, you know what I mean? Like, you're like, oh, this happened to someone. Like, yeah. this this definitely happened. But it's because, like, because how on earth could they have come up with, like, I mean, you could imagine it, but it would be a tough Yeah, so basically, up. like, the villain of the show is, this is not even giving away that much, uh, is a guy who basically does hits for the government on, like, its own people, like, its own soldiers and stuff. So he runs basically a hit squad. That's that's all I can think of. And then this poor guy is just forced to be the radio operator who gets to listen to people he knows and likes and respects be murdered by his government Mm. as his job so you're just like oh oh this feels a little too real (laughs) you see like the moral dilemma of that guy i mean it goes kind of serious yeah it is it's kind of like it's it's lighthearted but real dark it's taken us on all sorts of adventures what's good is it does usually do a mix like within one episode you'll get both sides yeah it's never like you're never like oh god like the entire episode send help like they'll always be like you get a little bit of brevity just they'll introduce like a fun little side character like in this past episode they introduced this cute girl in the hospital who secretly liked bts and like so funny yeah it was just really cute and like so you just like 
you know, they they ease you back into tragedy and out like I'm like a little roller coaster. It's like the you're that's when you're going up up the track and then suddenly it's like murder bots and you're like, No Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Sky? What have you been watching? So I've been watching Crash Landed on You, but we just talked about that. Uh I did start Psychopath Diaries yesterday. I think I'm two or three episodes in. I don't remember. What a show! That's all I have to say about it. Is it is extremely cathartic for somebody like me. Like I'm not yes. gonna lie. Like at first you're like, this is the stupidest idea. Like you can't believe how this plot is going to work, and then you actually see the characters, and you're like, oh, okay, <laughs> okay, yeah, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, like. Yeah, it's I don't know as someone that is or at least was a doormat then the main character is very much a pushover guy and he pretty much realizes that about himself and he hates that and then amnesia and he kind of gets to try to figure out who he was and then he's way wrong (laughs) oh he's wrong correct about who he was because of he finds, but then since cool. you saw, since you see the whole thing, like it's really cathartic to see he was a pushover, and then he pretty much usually is not after that. Even if he's, mm-hmm. even if he's wrong about who he was, yeah, he does. It gives him a backbone. Like it just, it doesn't make sense except for this one character. Like the writing on the show is so good that you actually believe this could happen but he's also the dumbest person you've ever met which is the only way that this show functions because any sane intelligent human being would figure out that he is wrong about his identity (laughs) (laughs) within the first three episodes of what's (laughs) happening but no he just sticks with it he just oh boy but it's so like even if he is calling up like memories of movies he's watched or whatever to try to become who he thinks he is which is a violent killer <laughs> ultimately which he fails at of course but not. as far as like all the pluses and minuses of that in the end he just becomes him with a backbone like that's all yeah. it is <laughs> it's just so, like so then the people around him like his co-workers or whatever ultimately they yeah. respect him or something, you know, like, they don't take advantage of him. As far as, like, how he got there is really crazy, but ultimately, it's on the upswing for him, like. <laughs> and also, Yoon Shi-yoon is, like, the only, the, literally the only Korean actor I could see playing this role. Like, I'm thinking of other people, it's like, he was made for this role, like, the role was written for him. He's, the thing is, he's so good, because he's played stuff like this. He's yeah. good at directing the dichotomy of two characters. Yeah. And so quite often he'll have like a fake memory. And so it'll show him being a cold blooded killer or whatever. And so he has to act that out and yeah. he does a good job. So, but I mean, he's pulled that in some of his other work. So, I mean, yeah, he's mm-hmm. good at it. But it's like, it's the perfect balance of like comedy and thriller, like that. I can't see anyone else pulling off quite to this, degree of success because he's so good at the comedic everything he's so good at yeah that is just like he makes things that should be patently ridiculous 
seem believable. Like, okay, I will I, say I I could see Yoon Sun Ho doing it though. Yeah, maybe, but just saying, just because I like him. He's perfect. The cast, the cast is perfectly cast. Like every, it's another perfectly cast drama. Uh, I love it. Anyway, I'm just taking over your time. <laughs> well, that was that. I've been passively once in a while watching Tintin Mystic. Oh. <laughs> Like, I, I just, I get distracted with other stuff. I know I should be sucked into it. I'm not sucked into it yet. Okay. I find it interesting, but so. it's a really it's kind of like show. when I'm in the mood for that, I'm like, oh, I need to go watch that now that I'm in the mood. Mm-hmm. Um, but I became in the mood mostly for, well, I'll, I'll talk about that in a second. As far as stuff I caught up on for the end of the year, like... Right before the end of the year, I was on a Jasper Lou bit. <laughs> I mean. Because I, I have not okay. watched, like, his most popular stuff. Like, I just suddenly needed to have, like, well, I'm going to do those. So I watched all of When I See You Again, and then I got a little bit into Pleasantly Surprised, which mm-hmm. I still need. That's on hold. So I'm going to be restarting that soon. I had to stop watching Pleasantly Surprised so then I could try to binge these other dramas that I was trying to finish before the end of the year, which were My Girlfriend is an Alien. So I finished that one. It's silly. And <laughs> it's a sea drama. Um, I really recommend it. I still insist that the lead character, so the lead actor guy, he is actually uh, from Thailand. Really handsome. And he always reminds me of Sung Hoon for some, like they just, like their little comedic stuff like he's just really pretty like it's very similar um but i really i recommend the show for people that like light sea drama type stuff i think everyone would enjoy it as long as you're fine with weird alien stuff because that's what you're gonna get and a cgi turtle ai thing in every episode (laughs) if you can handle the little anime looking turtle okay (laughs) it's not look real at all. You're, you're selling like, it. You're selling yeah, it. So, yeah, sure. <laughs> it's, it's a, yeah, it's just a thing. But, uh, so it was pretty cute. I also finished Leverage, the K-drama version. Uh, I've watched a pretty good handful of the USA Leverage. Not like the, mm-hmm. all the seasons or anything, but, um, I'd say it's pretty, pretty darn similar. Mm, it's good. Uh, I really, really enjoyed it. They did keep it open for a second season, but, like, you know, I'm not going to hang my hat on that, because that's life. Uh, And no, it is not on any legal sites yet. I'm sorry. I guess it's on, I heard that it's on view if you have a a VPN to go partake Mm -hmm. of that if you're not in a country that view does. I have not done that. I was being bad, and I was on the high seas for it. So, but I really recommend it. I enjoyed it. Found family. If you like the player, you will like leverage. It's the way it works. Like, it's the same thing. Oh. Um, search WWW. I finally finished it. Yay! Yay! Which, of course, I enjoyed it. It's just I got distracted. I'm sorry. It was great. I forgot how pretty it was. I knew that. Yeah. I did not forget how well acted it was. I had forgotten how pretty it was. It was nice. But everyone did great. And I liked the way it all ended up. And <laughs> I really enjoyed that. But, like, this past week or so, I actually, I haven't been watching a ton of shows. I kept up with Crash Landing on You, 
Anyway, I got into random variety show mode, which for me is often figuring out, oh, like some of the members of InFlying were on King of the Masked Singer. I better go find those episodes. <laughs> or like that type of stuff. Yeah. I, a couple weeks ago, I was on a random uh, Knowing Bros, Ask oh. Me Anything. Yeah, and they're good. That just, I don't know what got me on it, but it was like I watched the... Uh, Dawn and yes, that's what got me back into it too. Such a good episode, Hi, Yuna. And then I Hi, watched Yuna. the Celeb Five episode, and then I watched the uh, UV uh, Narazo episode. Just pretty much all the yeah. ridiculous people. Those were the ones I watched because mm-hmm. I I think also because I kept thinking, oh, they'll put the extraordinary you kids on, and they still haven't released that one yet. But whatever. Uh, that was fun. Mm. Um, then I got hooked on Two Days and One Night, season four. Ah, I started watching it, too. I, I, I have not watched any other Two Days, One Night seasons, Same. but because Yoon Sun Ho was in it and uh, Ravi, I felt obligated to go check it out. And for anyone who hasn't watched it or they don't know the premise, they really just go on these little trips to like various regions of South Korea and for two days and one night. Imagine that. But what's it's like a cute, charming part of that is, and I don't know if they did this the other seasons, but definitely now, they will kind of try to talk about the cuisine of the area yeah. or the scenery. And then at the end of the trip, they actually go and help some people. So like one of them was they went to a like an elder home and they made kimchi for all the elders for this winter or something, or, Oh, we're going to go make canes for this like walking path. So people don't bust up the walking path with their hiking sticks. Like it's, it's all these really like cute, charming things, but often it talks about the region somehow. And so it's like, it's educational too. Like it's hilarious. But it's educational. I know the first episode, they, I don't remember where they took them. <clears throat> But it was just these gorgeous mountains and, like, all these mm. trees. Really, really pretty. And they were like, there's a place like this in Korea? Like, they didn't even know that that was, like, a thing. So, and then two of the guys had to hike up the mountain because they lost the chow. So, like, it was all funny. And mm. but and the, and the producer's a woman. Like, the head producer is a woman. Yeah, so they call That's her good. Smiley because she doesn't. Or she yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She does smile, and that usually means something bad for them. <laughs> so, uh, perfect. Always, they'll always be like, she's being too nice right now. Like, I don't know what to do. <laughs> um, but also, what's funny, I'm trying to think, what's the name of the guy that he's been on, like, all the seasons of Two Days, One Night? Uh, oh, my goodness. Jong Min? Jong Min. Yeah, Jong Min. Jong Min. So, yeah. he was in Busted, you know, the yeah, idiot in no. Busted. Yeah. Yeah. And that's always how he's painted through everything he's been in, that he's not very smart. Well, compared to all the other guys on this season of Tuesday, <laughs> like, because like, they were just talking, they were doing quizzes for games and stuff, and it would be like capitals of countries. None of the guys know anything. Because <laughs> he's been on all these shows, he actually knows stuff compared to them. So he's like, he's actually like answering things, and they're just like, man, you're smart. And he's like, are you kidding me? Like, I'm never smart. 
So, like, our ace, man, like, that just cracks me up. Because even in Busted, I'm used to seeing him be the one that they're all like, you're not very smart. Mm -hmm. But, like, you can tell he's just drinking it up. He's like, I'm the smart one. Like, it's just so funny. And they're all just, they're all ridiculously incompetent, and they know it. Like, it's great. So, I recommend it. And that's what I've been watching. Yeah. You know what else? You know what else is really smart? When you go and support this podcast by contributing to our coffee. That's right. It's time for the mid-episode sponsorship roll. We don't actually have any sponsors except for you, the fine people out there, and ourselves. But mostly you, the fine people out there who support our coffee. Uh, Ko-fi.com slash certified nunas where you can go to find excerpts that were cut out of the episode behind the scenes nonsense random tangents that we go on that really have nothing to do with anything but having a good time uh and also you know just we you know we love y'all we love y'all over there on the coffee so if you want to support this podcast and uh help us keep going because we got the hosting fees we got all sorts of shit go to kofi.com slash certified nunas and hit us up. You can also just go to certifiednews.com. There's a link in the sidebar. We're, you know, just, yeah, we appreciate all the help that people out there give us. If you have no money, I get it. I don't either. Uh, if you could maybe send this podcast to someone you think would enjoy listening to it, uh, that would be also be just as wonderful. All right. Now that Natalia's mid-show ad roll is over as it always is we're going into the meat of this show this is this is a jean roger show a jean Jean roger my french came out there jean roger um i am actually french so i can do that <laughs> a little bit of acadian came out there um so we are doing a genre genre episode and the genre that y'all picked that you wanted us to talk about were web dramas. But then we had a question that what exactly is a web drama? Now for me personally, and y'all feel free to disagree. Uh, for me, a web drama is sort of like a shorter, like web series type drama that is usually produced exclusively for like websites or like web networks so like a youtube drama like there's like there's a few that are on youtube but like usually they're like you know shorter episodes like 15 minute episodes shorter long like they only have like 10 episodes in total and you know they're just usually cute and sometimes not but most of the time they're cute little romances uh that are just usually they're selling something this is what I've noticed, that there's yeah. usually yeah. the purpose of them is to sell something to you. So, like, <laughs> like Lottie Mart will make them a lot. Oh, yes, yeah. they do. Um, yeah, that, that's high-quality stuff right there. Yeah, that, that's where you get. And they get, like, big names on these oh. things. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, and they'll, like, do a full song for it, too, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, like, and then another thing that happens is, like, uh, like rookie groups will make one mm-hmm. as sort of an advertisement they're selling themselves. So like Got Seven made one that was 
questionable <laughs> questionable but but enjoyable like like the thing about the god seven one which is called dream nights if you want to look it up is that they spent all of their budget on the opening credits so like <laughs> the show was a mess but kind of a fun mess um they're good if you like the groups like yeah you'll enjoy them mm-hmm. uh but sometimes they can be pretty good uh, what am I missing? Am I missing anything? No. I mean, like, web drama is literally, it's exclusively for internet, not for, like, a streaming TV. surface, like yeah. a Netflix, basically almost a free agent where it's made purposely to get picked up, either just, like, be hosted on some random site or just gets out there and then someone will grab it and pay for it yeah. to be hosted. Now, I will say, I, early on in my drama watching I didn't know about the existence of web dramas and the fact that quite often the web dramas now do end up on some of the streaming sites. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Really threw me off. So yeah. like I didn't I didn't know there was a difference mm-hmm. then. And so actually my first K drama I watched was a web drama, which of course the production value was like horrific. Yeah. <laughs> and it really scared yeah. me off of yeah. K dramas again. Yeah. <laughs> They often do not have the best in storytelling, no. filming, acting. So it's that's actually, okay. It's actually possible to watch web dramas that did not originate on these sites, but like even on yeah. Netflix, you can Netflix, run across web yeah. dramas or Vicky or Cocoa. Like they definitely yeah. now have a lot of web dramas on. If you're on these streaming sites and you don't know, and you're just going to watch it for like one of the actors or it just looks yeah. interesting. And then you're like, Oh, this is a web drama. Like I see yeah. now, which mm-hmm. usually it's tagged that. So if you're looking for it, you'll be able to tell. Yeah. But if you're not looking for it and you don't know yet, It'll be different. It's not going to be like a normal drama. <laughs> it's different. I think the so first now one I... that I watched was one of those ones where they're like, it wasn't even one where they were selling stuff. It was like Detective Alice, and she's like a food investigator for like the, the health board or something. Yeah. So it was yeah. like episode after episode of like, don't forget to wash your hands before you know yeah, the was, whole history around how you should wash your hands before you prefer, prep food and stuff. Like it was, you're like, it was just so bizarre. And I was like, what am I watching? It was how like they... a sanitation department. Yeah, like, what's going on? You're like, oh, oh, what? Okay. Like All the right. Korean version of OSHA was making a TV show to tell people to be safe at work. <laughs> so I feel bad now for how I. How I felt about the first web drama I watched. That's because I didn't know it was a web drama. Had I known, I probably would have felt differently about it. I probably should go back and watch it again, but I really don't have much want to. It wasn't that bad. Other people liked it. I should, what was I should it? try. Noble My Love. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, Noble My Love. What a classic. I like that. Classic. Even like yeah. come to mind until you just said that. I was like thinking, no. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that show's not great, but it is kind yeah. of entertaining. And I mean, so, like, if, if you're going knowing web series, quali- like, yeah. it's totally yeah. fine. For web series, it's pretty good. But yeah, it actually, it, it, the production quality would... is actually the one of the better. <laughs> yeah, it is. But it's because I started on Netflix Taiwanese shows. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And then yeah. I had bridged a little. And so, like, it really, it was a step back. 
Because yeah. <laughs> I was like, K-dramas, K-dramas, K-dramas. I'm like, oh, everyone's saying they're awesome and like high production quality. Like, okay, I got to give it a shot. Oh my goodness. <laughs> exactly. Oh, no, 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 no. It really wasn't. And actually, the production value was fine. Like, I'm not even, it was, it was actually fine. It was more like, I think just the way it was structured. So, really, like, you're like, 15 minutes, what? <laughs> or like, 10 minutes, whatever it was. I was having yeah. a lot of trouble with the way the story fit into 15 minute episodes. Like, yeah. I just, I struggled really fast. Yeah. But now, of course, I've watched a ton of web dramas. I like them, like, I'm just saying, you got to know what you're getting yourself in. You have to, like, recognize the genre that you're in. It's like when I read, you know, I always used to laugh about this, where I would read, um, like, movie reviews from, of, like, popular movies. But the people doing the, like, the critics of the movies, you you could obviously tell that they wanted every movie to be Schindler's List. And you're like, okay, but you can't really expect, like... Avengers Age of Ultron to be less like they're completely you can't compare the two there's nothing there's nothing to compare other than the fact that they're both movies so in the terms of like web dramas it's like you can't go into it comparing it to like a Netflix show or like you know a TVN drama like it's a different different beast as it were so this is the genre genre which means (laughs) We all now get to reveal a part of ourselves to the world. <laughs> that people. kind of dirty. Listen, <laughs> listen, if anyone, if someone else on this podcast said it, it would sound totally normal. But because it's me. <laughs> so we now get to talk about what we would recommend as our favorite web dramas. Now I need to make an addendum that just because they're our favorite is not a guarantee that you will like them. No. And it's not a guarantee that they're the best dramas out there. Because liking something is not contingent upon it being top quality. However, if you follow us and you like the vibe of our Twitter and like our other recommendation, you might want to check out what we recommend to list, to watch. Because you might also enjoy it. But this is not a guarantee. So... <laughs> it's just like... And I just, so let me tell you my best. Uh, I mean, like... Because mine is not... Good, but it's good, okay? But we're not starting with me. We're not starting with me. Okay, okay, okay. And what, Amanda, what is your favorite web drama? My favorite is uh, one that I just watched last year. It's just a pretty brand new one, Our Baseball. It's uh, short little, like, 10-minute episodes, something like that, and it's about baseball actually I was kind of disappointed that it wasn't nine episodes because that would have been really nice to have like like you know nine innings and nine you know but anyway it's very cute it's well acted it's got um my personal favorite of the of the Dong brothers the Dong Hyunbae as opposed to he's Youngbae's older brother I love him um if you've seen the best hit, he's, yeah, the, he's cute. like the bro in that, the rapper dude, and he's adorable. Um, and there's a bunch of people in this that, like, if you're watching it, you'll recognize and you'll be like, oh, that's that guy from that thing. Or, you know, there's a lot of those faces that are oh, like secondary characters or side characters and a lot of stuff. Um, a lot of pretty faces, too. And it's nice the way it's set up is that, like, every... 
Um, every episode sort of focuses on one of the players of this team, and it's not a professional team. It's like a, you know, a beer league team, mm. and they've made it. I can't remember if they've made it into the final game or if they've made it like if they win this game, they'll make it into the finals. But it's sort of all based around this one final game, like mm. that either gets them to the finals or is the final. I think it is the final game of the season. So like they could be the winners of the, you know, the beer league trophy, like, Whoa! but they all have like issues in their personal life. So this has become kind of something that is really important. You know, like even if you're not professional at something, it's still nice, you know, like mm-hmm. it's nice to do well at it. And, um, and they, so each episode focuses on a different character and they have such a variety of characters. So like there's, young guy there's a young guy who played college ball but then had a scandal and had to drop out and like never went pro and there's these two brothers who are like office workers and they're going through a whole thing at the office right now where they're trying to like unionize but the office is trying to fire everybody and um and there's like a dad who is trying to balance his like being a good husband and dad with like, I have this one thing that I like to do in my spare time. And, you know, but like my wife has a job. And so like there, one of the episodes is where he's supposed to be taking his daughter's camping for the weekend, but like they need him because a couple of the other guys are sick or, or something. So like he has to come for this game and, and he's like, uh, okay. So he comes and like, has the girls pitch the tent off like next to the field kind of thing. And like, and his wife calls at one point and is like talking to the daughters and she's like, wait, where are you? And they're like, daddy's playing baseball. And like, dang it. Like, and so, you know, little, little narcs, a lot of them. (laughs) Every episode has like, you think it's going to go one way. So like, like that episode, like you think she's going to come and she's going to rip them a new one. And like, divorce right but she gets there and she hears somebody on the team is like giving him a hard time because he struck out or whatever and she turns around and just like tears a strip off this guy like don't talk to my husband like that he's great he's a wonderful player and like me and my daughters are here he's like how dare you talk to him that way in front of his daughters and then they like cheer and camp in the baseball field and it's like cute and you're like oh like it's just it's a really nice drama. It's very enjoyable and quick and easy. And and the production quality on it's pretty good. So I think it's actually a like a Navercast mm-hmm. drama or something. So those have been getting a little higher quality, I think. So were they, they trying to sell anything during it? Nothing that I noticed. I, like, I think maybe there might have been a, like a brand, like a sports brand. Because there was some focus on like certain bats or balls and things. So there might have been, but like it wasn't something that I recognized and it wasn't so overwhelming. Like it wasn't like, and let me pause in the middle of running my laps to take a drink from this. You know, yeah. like it was it was just close up shots of like the new baseball bat or the new glove or the, you know, things like that. So I think there's a good chance if you were Korean and you were watching it, you'd be like, oh, they're subconsciously trying to make sure that I buy this brand, but it wasn't hit you over the head with it. How about you, Jesse? So I'm picking one that I have to 
preface it that I watched it a really long time ago. So like the my memory of it is iffy. It was like one of the first dramas I watched. And back when I started to watch dramas, I most of my dramas were picked because I knew people in them, which meant that I knew uh, my select few K-pop people <laughs> because that's I, I pick boys over flowers because of double S five Oh one. There's like, mm. it's the only reason. And so I picked the show. Please remember princess because of Jihyun who's in four minute. She was in it. And I was like, huh, I'll pick this. And it was on Netflix. It's this little drama about, um, she plays like a dance and theater major or just dance major. I can't remember. And the male lead is one of the kids from Infinite. And he plays like a math or engineer or one of those type things. And he basically falls in love with her. And so like he's like the dorky kid and like kind of like doesn't know how to be with her. And she's kind of pretty like chill and laid back because she's also like a theater kid, too. You know, she has that like kind of mentality. And so basically the the entire show is just based on them in in college and kind of like him trying to be with her but she also has a boyfriend and oh. I think they're like putting on a show that's very like much like a like a thrown together type production and I think this is why I also picked it I was like oh there's like a theater thing connection to it cool I think the kid gets cast in the show as well like it's one of those things and he does it because she's in it you know it's it's like a normal like trope in any countries like <laughs> if there's a, like a theater thing the like kid gets like thrown into the cast because he really likes the girl or whatever um but it was like really cute the characters are kind of like off the wall like i remember like the the dance or theater teacher being pretty crazy and like she was always like smoking i think the production value on it was pretty bad and <laughs> They're not all the best actors. <laughs> like, <laughs> maybe you should stay as a K-pop idol and not. <laughs> but I love them. <laughs> and it was like just like it. It had some endearing qualities to it. I think because um the female lead, she wasn't really over the top crazy, but she was also kind of like they would. She was definitely kind of like that. The 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 dream girl. Everybody really liked her, but she was just like very chill. And she had this like. Her dad was really, like, strict on her because he was in the military. And so they had that kind of thing. And it was just, like, a very sweet kind of, like, budding romance type drama. And, I mean, like, it's short. And it's, you know, not the greatest. But it was also, like, pretty cute for, like, being one of the first dramas that I saw. And I'm pretty sure it's still on Netflix. I don't think Netflix has taken it off yet. So if you're looking for something, I think was made in 2012 so it's an older drama as well <laughs> so you can see some of your favorite idols you know struggling to <laughs> struggling i mean they tried and it was you know it's cute i think if you're a theater kid you you'd probably enjoy it you know especially like a high school theater kid that's like the the good audience for this drama but you know it's worth a, a shot i mean Web dramas are short, so that's like the yeah. really great thing the about them. The risk is so low. Yeah, it's just, yeah. and it's like you great spend an afternoon scene. watching it, you're done. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's it was entertaining. It I it didn't hate it enough to drop it, and yeah. even at that point, I was still like, I don't watch or read things I don't like. So what about you, Natalia? 
okay. with this one. I'm on the edge of my seat. <laughs> I know. Okay, so the one that I'm about to recommend is a friggin' banger, okay? <laughs> it is, despite the fact that it is about two completely straight men, it is the closest that Korea has ever come to a boy's love drama <laughs> that you will ever see. I am, of course, talking about the seminal classic Boy Next Door, <laughs> which stars the main actor from Parasite and the dude from Search WWW, the the main girl's boy. You know who, who you know who I'm talking about. Kill it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Where they play two next door neighbors, college students, who initially hate each other but keep falling into these really gay seeming situations. So like anyone on the outside is like, oh. They're a gay couple. So it starts out, every episode will start out with them in a very romantic situation. And then the rest of the episode is showing the, like... How you got there? The the, the comedy of errors that led to, like, so in, like, one... To this compromising the, position, typically. Yeah, exactly. So, it'll, like, it'll begin with them, like, both, you know, like, hugging in the shower or something. And then the rest of the episode is just, like, the bullshit that happened, that, like, the completely innocent, like, nonsense that happened that ends with them hugging naked in a shower. Like, and it's, like, prime comedy. And I really think, like, the person who wrote it just wanted to write a BL drama, I'm gonna be honest. But, like, Korea was not ready for it yet. But they, they're pretty, like, it's a pretty, it's a pretty good one. It's, um, it's pure comedy. It's like, okay. I don't, and I, to the life of me, I don't know what it was trying to sell. But I think it was made by an app. So, I don't know. <laughs> it's, Grinder was trying to, no, before grinder but um it's really funny you can watch it all on youtube it's all it's all on youtube um with english subs and everything and it is wow it is so stupid like i need to preface this that it is dumb but also so funny that you just find yourself watching it and you can find it on youtube like they instead of cutting it up into episodes, they have, like, one that you can watch that's just, like, every episode. It's, like, an hour-long, like, mini-film. Um, it's so good, guys. Like, it's so stupid and fun. And, like, quality-wise, it's okay. Like, when I, when I mean, like, quality, I mean, like, filming quality and stuff. It's like, yeah, it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. But, like, the acting is, Because, like, those two actors are incredible actors, you know? So it's just, like, them having fun playing two straight guys who are obviously soulmates. Like, that's that's what you take away from this show. It's like, oh, the only thing stopping these two from being in love is they're, they're clinging to the heteronormative lifestyle. If they would just unbind themselves from the shackles, they would be perfectly in love. So, yeah, no, it's a classic. It's a good one. Do recommend. What about you, Sky? <laughs> Uh, I don't think mine's gonna be a shocker. I, I think. I, <laughs> I almost picked exactly. one. <laughs> ooh, ooh, uh, it's gonna be top management. Yeah. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> See, so, I, I knew that was gonna. 
be yours. Like I, I, I almost I was it. like, do I joke and say that's mine? But I'm like, no, I don't <laughs> want to give her a heart attack. So I'm gonna say, actually, I don't know now. I, I wonder if it's available on normal YouTube now. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Um, because I watched it as it was being out. Mm-hmm. Um, I think probably. My theory is that on normal YouTube, you can probably watch a little bit of each episode. I think you can watch but, the first couple episodes or something, and then they're like, yeah, like oh, they, they, you want to see how the story it, ends. Somehow, because it is made by YouTube Red. So yeah. pretty mm-hmm. much you have to have the YouTube subscription in order to watch it. So, sorry. But uh, you you can find clips around you pretty can easily. Probably, you can probably find it in other locations. Yeah. We're, not, <laughs> we're not saying that you should do that. You should just pay for a month's trial on YouTube Red for no, free. No, if you haven't like, yeah, if you haven't like, you can, signed up, can just do the free. Here, here's what you do. You make a new Gmail account. Yeah. <laughs> you put on your little fake mustache, pretend you're someone else, get a month's, month's trial over on YouTube Premium. There you go. And you then cancel it after a month. Or Set exactly. a little timer. And, and maybe not even just for this show. If there are a couple of other things that you've been thinking you need, you want to watch on YouTube Red, just get yourself a little list. You get some extra time. And you want take, take, take your vacation, sit at home, <laughs> put your feet up, grab your iPad, sign maybe, into your fake maybe, account. Maybe you're sick for a week. Well, there yeah, you go. Like, perfect time. So, top we're management. Terrible. We're terrible. <laughs> uh, I really, really enjoyed it. Um, it is, as far as what it's selling, I think it was probably selling YouTube Red, I would assume. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And maybe K-pop idol life on some level. I'm not quite sure because it it is about kind of the behind the scenes of idols. Is I really. Feel, I feel like it was selling K-pop as a genre. Right. Like and like K-dramas. Like it was now, just selling Korean entertainment. Now it's not like it's totally realistic. The main <laughs> chick, she can see the future. <laughs> but so it's not like that useful. Thing. Yeah, it's, it's not. not like, it's not a helpful thing it's, for it's the like most part. And then goes away. <laughs> yeah, it does. It's not helpful to her in any way. It's always like or kind of plot. more of a barrier than anything else. Um, pretty much like she was in. A, they never said it, but like one of the produce shows, and she didn't <laughs> debut for various reasons. And then she ended up becoming a manager at a entertainment company. So then there's a failing like kind of failing boy group and then she helps them and she tries to use her future knowledge powers poorly and it just kind of ends up being a mess uh and then and the boy group they add in a new member so that's a thing mm-hmm. um, it's all very funny it a lot of it is filmed at fantasio which is astro's building entertainment company uh because it's chan Wu in it I know you were on the edge of your seat. You were out there thinking, well, what about this makes it so obvious that um, I would like no, it? Oh, the, the guy who's also, he's in Dr. Kim yeah, right now. Yeah, and, 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 and,
He's so cute. He's adorable. He's just he plays he plays a Mongolian character who comes and is the (laughs) added member. Oh boy! And he's like the musical genius. Once in his life, he was gonna be in Got Seven. So there you go. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, and Chan Wu, he plays his character name is Wu Yun Wu. So yeah, and and he plays an actor idol, and even within. So he, within the show, he goes on set, and his character name on set is his actual real name. So it was all good. Like he's playing Easter himself is what is happening. Yeah. Is he's <laughs> playing really. the character of him? <laughs> not really. Like I mean, yeah. <laughs> not quite. Not quite. He's he talked about that. But anyway. Uh, <laughs> We talked. We talked about this. <laughs> the music is actually really, really good. They it had is. okay. The girls know this. I like concepts a lot. Mm-hmm. The way I'm wired. So the fact that even before they had this web drama, they had an Instagram account for the boy group called Soul. That's the boy group's name. And so they had an Instagram account and they like, here's the members and here's the music video and here's all, here's a couple of songs. And they actually released a mini album of their songs, the fake boy group songs. (laughs) Then after the web series debuted and stuff, then they had an actual soundtrack for it. All of which is like really great music. And a lot of that ended up on my list for that year. So I really enjoyed it. I think a lot of it was very peppy stuff. Um, yeah, and even, like, the kid who plays the rapper of the boy group, like, he's really a rapper, he has, like, he's mm-hmm. won contests in real life for those, mm-hmm. so, I mean, it's, it's not like it's all awful, I mean, it's all actually very well done. So, uh, there's even a scene about fanfic stuff and shipping, and it's very tongue-in-cheek and funny, yeah. and pretty mm-hmm. much the boy group members knowing that shipping exists, and that no, I don't want to hang with you because now the fans aren't shipping us together. I'd rather hang out with him, take a picture with him. <laughs> the shipping, like the, mm-hmm. the shipping scene. No. I can't. Like, it's so good. It's, so good. <laughs> it's the beginning of one of the episodes. And so you actually think for a second, like, what, oh, what is going on? But but then at the close of the scene, it's like, oh, they're reading a fanfic story. Because, <laughs> yeah. right. like, let's be honest, if if we were celebrities, well, at least I know I would, I would be on Wattpad looking up nasty fics about myself, too. I'd be like, ooh, I wonder what the people are saying that I'm up to. <laughs> so, What's also really fun about top management is there's behind-the-scenes stuff all yeah. over YouTube, too. So... They have a behind the scenes of how they really reacted to having to film that scene. And it was incredibly awkward. Like, they struggled. Well, just like the way that they put, like, that they, they, like, interlace their fingers and it's so slow and ridiculous. And you're just like, come on. (laughs) Like, all dreamy. Yeah. You know what this show reminds me of? There was a show, like, on MTV very, very long time ago because I'm old. And it was called together <laughs> and it was the fake boy group the i know no, my calculus yeah. <laughs> do you not remember this show oh my god i didn't have a television until i went to college on mtv and it was probably oh, it was high school so late 90s 
and it was uh like a it was supposed to be like a a like boy group based off of like Backstreet Boys and, yeah. and think how they're kind of like they were you know put together with um what's it Perlman the guy that mm-hmm. like molested all them yeah yeah like they like <laughs> become really famous and like so they have like scenes of them like in the mall being like really famous and they have this song and it's like it's it's like I know my calculus it says you plus me equals us and it became like a, <laughs> yeah, like yeah. a legitimate like song that everybody was singing and then I think it was like originally just like a like a kind of like a special and then they made it into a full a, a TV yeah. show look it up <laughs> it's like two like the number two together yeah. <laughs> so maybe that's what K-pop did they saw that and they were like oh Americans are putting numbers in their group names. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, top management, like, though it's fluffy, it's very bright and fluffy and fun. But also, like, aspects of it, it's pretty legit to a lot of the stuff that goes on behind the scenes with K-pop things. It's not like the dark stuff by any means, mm-hmm. but pretty much the boss lady that you end up really liking like you can tell that her hands are tied and she's trying to do her best and then in the end she has like she has to make some hard decisions like mm-hmm. and yeah. no that's not as realistic as what really goes down in real life mm. they really reflected a lot of the small struggles that idols do go through possibly breaking up if this album doesn't work i mean you could tell they were scared so i mean they mm-hmm. they reflected a lot of those types of things or even I'm going to go back to the Easter eggs for a second because it was just really funny that they would show like when the members would do pretty much a V live and one of the members isn't there and how they would have a little cut out of him and mm-hmm. still try to talk about that member. Like that happens because that's yeah. definitely what Astro has done with Dinwu before. So a lot of it's true to life except for the fantasy and the like extra bubble. Mm-hmm. But I thought it was pretty good insight. And I, I actually learned a couple things. I don't really, I don't remember what they were now because it's been like a year. <laughs> but there there was a little bit of insight that I, that I didn't even know at the time. So I think it's pretty good for that. So, yeah. That's cute. And production like quality, it. like, it's it pretty well good. It's yeah. pretty good. No, yeah. they had that, some money. That's on, that's on the It's uh, also the like top all the top tier. like actors too. It's like yeah. the, the girl who plays the management company, like, interim CEO is the girl who is the friend on just between lovers and, and a bunch of different other things. Yeah. Who's also was in a girl group. I can't remember which one. This has been another episode of the certified Nunas, uh, your podcast that's here for you and your obsessions with all things Asian entertainment. You can listen to us wherever you're listening to us now, but if you feel like mixing it up, we're on YouTube. We are on Stitcher. We are on Podbean. We are on Apple iTunes. We are on Google Podcasts. We are on Spotify. Oh, Jesus. We're just everywhere. So, and, you know, at the end of the day, you can just go to certifiednews.com and all of the episodes are there to be streamed right from the website, including all of our show notes and time codes. So if you're into that sort of thing and you just, you know, like that, we have all the links to everything that we talk about that needs links. Everything. Jessie does a great job. She sets it all up. She's the tits. Um, we are also, we are on Instagram. We are on Facebook. We are on Tumblr. We are on Twitter mostly. We we very much live on Twitter. At Certified Nunas is our yeah. username on all We favor Twitter. 
uh, yeah, we we just, you know, we're all there. We post lots of stuff. We, you know. We're even I, on my drama list. Yes, we are on my drama oh, Of course, we're on, we're on my drama list. If you're not on my drama list, this is, they're not, we're not sponsored by them. But y'all should be, because that's where you get all the information you need about dramas. It helps a lot. Yeah, and you can also keep track. Anyway, we had a whole episode about that. I'm sure it'll magically be linked somewhere in the show notes <laughs> on thirdwriters.com. Uh, and if you want to support this podcast, we would really appreciate it. And you can go to ko-fi.com slash certified nunas and buy us a coffee and help support keeping this podcast going. We got all we got so much fun stuff to tell you and so much fun stuff to do. But unfortunately, fun stuff costs money. We don't, we don't have any. So, eh, isn't that life, though? It's like adult life right there. So, uh, we hope you have a fantastic week and you keep enjoying all the Asian entertainment that the world has to offer. And uh, have a fantastic week and stay safe and stay bundled up if you're uh, if you're in the northern hemisphere like like we are. And if you're not, well, stay safe. Lucky you. <laughs> <laughs> hey!